this new wave of COVID patients is primarily driven by the unvaccinated. Great news though, you may have heard that full FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccine is here. Pfizer said its lower dose shots for kids appear to be more than 90% effective against the virus. Breaking news on Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine. Pfizer's vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11. It looked good in a lab, but new data on the Pfizer vaccine shows that it's working even better in the real world. It's the kind of news everyone was hoping for when the FDA first approved Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine last year. Lobbyists. What would we ever do without them? I mean, really, a lobbyist is a legislator's best friend. Most of us, though, really hate them. And we probably don't even know exactly what a lobbyist does, except for they influence public policy. But how do they influence legislators to vote a certain way? Well, with money, of course, because it's certainly not with their superior intellect or overwhelming debating skills. No, they do it with a checkbook most of the time. Yeah, the bank account. And every single one of these lobbyist critters runs around our state capitol with a book in their back pocket with a never-ending pile of checks ready to write a campaign donation to anyone with their handout. And you'll never guess who's been singing the woes of poor and destitute campaigning in this great state of Wyoming. Unfortunately for those folks, I have a list. A long one. And I'm going to tell you all about them and every single name that's on it. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another very inconvenient episode of Morning Reload. From high above all other pedantic forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. You can listen to the podcast on any of your favorite podcasting apps. iHeartRadio, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, really any of them will work. But the easiest way is just to go to the website, CowboyStatePolitics.com. There you can find all of the shows as well as any of the articles that I might bring up during the course of a program. If your name is Sleepy Joe Biden or you're one of these dummies that ended up on my lobbyist list... Well, you can go to CowboyStatePolitics.com, pull up an article, and educate yourself just like you should have been doing before you took that check and deposited it in your campaign account. This morning, we begin with a question. Who doesn't want a special session? Now, we've heard all sorts of dumb arguments as to why a special session isn't going to work, and if you listen to Nancy Case, the only thing we can do is fight it out in the courts. You know... That thing he was elected to, yeah, they, he can't do anything there. No votes can be taken. No laws can be passed. We can't t tell the federal government to go stick it. No, no. According to Nancy Case, we have to fight things out in the courts. But a number of his red-coated colleagues have been echoing his same sentiments. They thought that that was such a brilliant argument that all they had to do was repeat it, and all of us dumb commoners would just lap it up and just agree with them. But that's not the real reason. You see, there's a couple of groups in the state of Wyoming that definitely don't want a special session to start, and they really don't want us to pass a law that would outlaw mandatory vaccinations. 
There are two basic reasons why all of these groups that I'm about to mention don't want a special session and they don't want us to outlaw mandatory vaccinations. The first one is obvious money. There's a tremendous amount of cash to be made on all of these vaccinations. And the companies that made this shot that they're calling a vaccine stand to make a tremendous amount of money off of it, even in this great state of Wyoming. And to make sure that happens, they employ lobbyists. Now, lobbyists are a bit like snipes. You know, you remember when you were little and you'd go on that snipe hunt for this mythical creature that that never showed up. Uh, by the way, did you know that we actually do have snipes in the in Wyoming? They're called the Wilson snipe. Yeah, but they're few and far between, which is why we don't see them anymore. But enough ornithology. Let's get to the discussion of the rodentia. The second reason why these groups don't want a bill banning vaccine mandates is power. It reduces the amount of power they have over you. If a vaccine isn't mandatory, well, they have no method by which to force you to become a compliant little sheep. You see, all of the people that are on my list don't think you're smart enough to make your own health care decisions, so they want to do it for you, which is why they voted against the special session. Well, and the other reason why they voted against the special session is all but one of them took campaign money from the pharmaceutical industry or the Wyoming Education Association. And the biggest donor of them all is, you guessed it, drumroll please, Pfizer vaccine. Pfizer. Breaking news on Pfizer's. Pfizer's vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11. But new data on the Pfizer vaccine. It's the kind of news everyone was hoping for when the FDA first approved Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine last year. Pfizer Pharmaceuticals, Cigna, and the Wyoming Hospital Association, which is funded by Cigna. In Wyoming, it's actually pretty easy to look up these campaign donations. It's a system called YCFIS. It stands for Wyoming Campaign Finance Information System. And if you just go to a search engine and type in Wyoming Campaign Finance, you'll find the website. You just click on it, and you can pretty much search for any one of our legislators and see who's, who they've been taking money from. Now, dates are important because the YCFA system will show you all campaign donations from whichever legislator you type in. So, for example, a donation from, say, 2016 from Pfizer really wouldn't be that relevant to our conversation this morning because COVID wasn't around in 2016. Well, as far as any of us know, that is. Unless, of course... Pfizer were to continually donate year over year to that candidate. Now, the only person that doesn't show up on this list is Nancy Case himself. Well, Senator Kale Case. And the reason for that is he's already a true believer. There's no reason that Pfizer would donate money to him because he's already ideologically aligned with policies that would favor them. For example, Medicaid expansion. Kale Case is the biggest proponent of that in the Wyoming legislature. So there's no reason for Pfizer or Cigna or any of those companies to waste their money on him. He's already going to vote the way that they want. Now, the Wyoming Education Association doesn't want a bill that would ban vaccine mandates because it takes away their power. You see... Teachers unions have been at the forefront of mask mandates and vaccine mandates through this whole COVID hornswoggle. Everybody has watched news programs where teachers across the country didn't want to go back to work because they were so scared of COVID. So when you hear donations from the Wyoming Education Association, what should click in your head is power. When you hear of campaign contributions from companies like Pfizer and Cigna, what should click in your head is money. Power and money, money and power, and all of these red coats that I'm about to out, well, they're in the thick of it. So without further ado, here's my list. You know, maybe we should have another drum roll.
We begin with the venerable upper house, the Senate, with Senator Anderson. Yeah, he took money from the Wyoming Medical Pack. Now remember, they're funded by Cigna. And he also took another donation directly from Cigna, from the Wyoming Hospital Pack, and from Pfizer. Senator Baldwin, Pfizer, the Wyoming Medical Pack, Cigna, and the Wyoming Education Association. Yeah, they gave him $1,000. Senator Ellis, Pfizer, Wyoming Medical Pack, and Cigna. Oh, Senator Landon, Pfizer and Cigna. Senator Pappas, Pfizer and Cigna. The Venerable Charlie Scott, Wyoming Medical Pack, and Pfizer. Senator Wasserberger, the Wyoming Medical Pack, Pfizer, and the Wyoming Medical Association. To the House of Representatives, where we start with Landon Brown. By the way, it's been something like 252 days since Landon Brown agreed to an interview on cowboy state politics. But anyway, he took money from the Wyoming Education Association, about a thousand bucks, Pfizer, and Cigna. Representative Banks, the Wyoming Education Association, and another interesting point, there's a donation from Joe Barbudo. Joe Barbudo is the chairman of the Wyoming Democrat Party. Representative Burkhart, he got a donation from Eric Barlow, you know, Redcoat Speaker of the House, Eric Barlow, Cigna, and the Wyoming Medical Pack. Yep. That's Cigna again. Uh, Connolly, Cigna, the Wyoming Education Association, Cigna Political Action Committee, uh, that's a new one there, and the Wyoming Medical Pack. Uh, Danny Ayer, he took money from the Wyoming Hospital Association, and Bill Henderson. <laughs> you remember him, don't you? Oh, I think you got to stop and take a look at what you're doing here. I speak against this because it kind of reminds me of that fairy tale, Cinderella. <laughs> he took money from Pfizer and the Wyoming Hospital Association. And then there's Lloyd Larson. He took money from Pfizer and the Wyoming Hospital Association. And Obermuller, yep, Wyoming Hospital Association. Representative Schwartz, yep, Wyoming Education Association, about $1,200 there. Cigna gave him about $750, and he got money from the Wyoming Medical Pack and Pfizer. Representative Sherwood, well, he got money from the Wyoming Education Association, $1,300. Representative Stith, he took money from the American Society of Anesthesiologists. Different, but still medical. And then, last but not least, Representative Sweeney. He took money from the Wyoming Medical Pack, the Wyoming Hospital Association, and Cigna. And the granddaddy of them all, yet I really don't know how this comes as that big of a surprise, is Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon. If you put his name into YCFIS, number two on the list is a donation from Pfizer. And if you look down a few pages, you'll find multiple donations from Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. Now, I want you to really pay attention to this because Governor Mark Gordon is a multimillionaire himself. Why does he need to take money from pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer? The only answer I've really got to that question is so that that pharmaceutical company has skin in his game. But then again, all of these politicians that voted against the special session, they're already in bed with pharmaceutical companies and with teachers unions. Now, given everything that I've just told you, is it any wonder why we're having such a hard time defending the liberty of Wyoming citizens? Now, the one thing I should probably point out is I didn't look into any of the representatives and senators that didn't vote at all for the special session. I'm sure if you type their names in, you'll probably come up with similar results. I've posted a link to the Wyoming Campaign Finance Information System at CowboyStatePolitics.com. All you have to do is click on it and then type in a legislator or the governor's name, and you'll get the results that you're looking for. 
Now, don't forget about the rally that's happening on the Capitol steps tomorrow before the special session begins. Now, the schedule that I've been given is the special session starts at 10 o'clock in the morning and then at noon after the vote, um, there's going to be speakers on the steps of the Capitol building. The rally is being put on by several different groups throughout the state, so I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people there before the special session actually begins. Now, I know that I don't have to say this, but we in Wyoming are a respectful bunch the only thing that we need to do tomorrow is to show up on the Capitol steps. That's it. We don't need to do anything else. We need to be respectful, and we need to show all of these legislators that we are watching them. And if they don't vote the way that, they, that we want, well, then we're going to vote them all out of office. That's it. Be respectful and show up. If you're unable to attend the special session in person, you can always watch what's happening on YouTube. And I'm sure there's going to be several people live streaming this on Facebook so that you do have an opportunity to participate, even though you can't be there in person. As promised, a very inconvenient episode if you happen to be one of those legislators that voted against the special session. On Wednesday's episode, I'm going to play an exclusive interview with Harriet Hagman. Um, it's, I'm going to ask her some very direct questions, and it's definitely one that you don't want to miss. So that'll be on Wednesday. I'll see you all at the capital of our great state of Wyoming. From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is Cowboy State Politics. 